Hey, welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Forks X Best Source. I'm Icky Ichabod, and I'm your licensed neurotic on the airwaves. So, we're going to do some weird stuff today. Today, we're going to be talking about the original 19, I believe it was 1932, Mummy. So, with Boris Karloff. But before we do that, let's make a call out to one of our friends at River Cinema 15. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie's destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. All right. You, you find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and the 550 Senior Matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanding concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. So, how you doing, wizard? I'm doing great. You are. You are doing great. We're going to be talking about another Universal Monster movie tonight called The Mummy with Boris Karloff. Because there was mummies before this, I believe, but they were with Lon Chaney, the man of a thousand makeups. But Boris Karloff is good, too. So, uh, Boris Karloff um, played the mummy. He also played Frankenstein in the original Frankenstein movie. So, uh, the plot to the mummy is they dig up an ancient mummy with a scroll, and they read from the scroll, and the mummy comes to life and walks out of the room. Like, then, miraculously, ten years later, another group is coming to Egypt to do an archaeological dig. And this archaeological dig was put on by Boris Karloff's character to dig up a princess. A long dead princess. Um, but it comes to happen that one of the archaeologists' girlfriend is really the reincarnation of the princess. And it isn't the mummy is a love story, really. It, it is a it is a love story. Um, you know, the mummy just wants love, wants to be reunited with his wife or his girlfriend who he was taken away from because she passed away and then the mummy the uh, boris karloff's character emotep was actually put to death for using necromancy to try to bring her back to life so he was buried alive and put in an unmarked grave but uh, unfortunately the uh archaeologists dig him up so uh some you know a lot of ancient egyptian stuff in this movie um, it's good though, you know, if everyone, I think everyone goes through a little phase in their life where they're interested in ancient Egypt. I know I did. Uh, I love mummies. I love the movie, The Mummy. I can remember watching the mummy movies with my grandfather, but there have been, you know, like six or seven mummy movies, not counting the Brendan Fraser or the horrible remake that came out in, I think, 2017, 2016. That was the one with Tom Cruise, right? Or I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, Why don't you like the Brendan Fraser ones? They're just 
too cheesy. Too cheesy. And plus, you know, I know they want, if they could have done some of the special effects that they do now back then, that they probably would have used them. But the special effects in this movie are great for its time. Majorly great. Um, A guy by the name of Jack Pierce did the uh, special makeup effects for this movie. And he did for all the other Universal Monster movies, too. The Werewolf, The Wolfman, uh, Frankenstein, Dracula. He did them all. And he would... He didn't... They didn't have, like, the prosthesis that they have... Or prosthesis that they have nowadays. So, basically, he would bring in just a bunch of anatomy books and use spirit gum... Uh, for those of you who don't know what spirit gum is, it's it's also called I believe it's called mortician's mortician's wax. It's used. Uh, what, morticians use it to hold the eyes shut of the corpse, but uh, special makeup effects artists also use it to do stuff too. So, um, you know, a lot. There was like six or seven mummies that can't, or six or seven mummies, like the mummy's curse. I think that one was the mummy's hand. Um, there was one where there was Dracula, Frankenstein, and the mummy. It didn't have, or uh, Dracula, the Wolfman, and the mummy, or no, not the mummy. I don't remember. It was either it either didn't have the mummy or Frankenstein in it because Karloff played them both. But. Um, you know, and uh, Karloff had a pretty pretty long career. I think, you know, I was watching a documentary, and it said he was kind of typecast into these characters after that. But he was proud to be typecast because he goes, at least it gives you a job. So he, he didn't mind being the monster guy. Um, there was a, a, a scene. I'm going to go to one of the other Universal Monster movies now. Uh, in uh, Frankenstein, where Boris Karloff throws a little girl into the lake, and Karloff did not want to do the scene, so he didn't want to do the scene. He thought it was too violent. Um, one of the other stars of this movie is Zita Johan as Helen Grove Grosner, and she was she was obsessed with the occult. They said this in a documentary. She was obsessed with the occult and was kind of a diva in her own way. And she, she I don't think she got along with the director for this movie very well. She act, They actually said in a documentary that I watched that uh, she actually almost died in one of the scenes. And she said she could see herself floating above herself and basically... Uh, then she woke up and Boris Karloff's like standing over her. I, I don't, I think that would be kind of scary myself if Boris Karloff was standing over me when I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Look at that face. You know, that old age makeup. Perfectly done, by the way. Perfectly done. Um, I wish people would do more practical effects nowadays rather than CGI or anything like that. And they even use like an, an old skeleton at the end when uh, they burn the scroll and it kills Emotep. You know, and basically, it's, it's simplistic, but 
The, the most taxing makeup in the whole movie would probably be, have to be the actual mummy makeup when Emotep is actually a mummy. Yes, tell us about it, Icky. Uh, yeah. Well, it took them like, I think they said like four or five hours to get into that actual makeup, even though it's only in the movie for like four, like three minutes or two minutes. And, you know, um, then the mummy, it just shows his face and he, his eye open and then it shows the hand and the hand is moving and that's it. You don't see the whole, you don't see that makeup any other time in this movie. The other mummy movies that came out, you actually got to see the mummy walking around and he wasn't, you know, reincarnated or, you know, um, alive again. Uh, I can remember the watching this movie with my grandfather and we, we'd, I always liked the part with the reflecting pool where um, uh, Boris Karloff's character is showing Zita, Zita Johan's character the past and he, he says, this is your past, you might not remember it but and you will not remember anything after this but it will open up new doors or something like that. And it shows ancient Egypt and uh, how the mummy came to be. Emotep became to be the mummy. So, one of my, a couple of my favorite lines uh, that I like is, death is but a doorway to new life. I really like that line. But, I th- you know, um, there was a homage to it in actually Ghostbusters 2 when they're talking about Vigo the Carpathian. And he says something similar to that, that phrase. You know, uh, death is but, a, is but a doorway to new life, and I shall live again, or something like that, Vigo says. Another, another, uh, another, my favorite quote in the whole movie is, do you have to open graves to find girls to fall in love with? I love that phrase. I absolutely love it, because... They actually used a sample in that of that in one of Rob Zombie's songs. Really, Icky? You like Rob Zombie? I never knew that. Well, you know, you weren't born yet. Or you were still in your castle in, in Medvu. And uh, I did all the Rob Zombie movies. I, the only Rob Zombie movies I haven't done are 31, Halloween, and uh, Lords of Salem. We did the whole Firefly trilogy. Oh, really? We should have to... We should... Go go back and watch those. Really? Yes. Uh, director um, was uh, Carl Frund. The, he made The Countess of Monte Cristo and The Gift of Gab. Um, Carl Lamel, though, was another person who was involved in this film. And if I remember right, he did the first... Two films we did too. I believe he did. Dra- I know he did Dracula, and I'm sure he did The Wolfman. But he also did The Mummy. So, um, for for those of you who don't know, uh, mummies come from ancient Egypt. Well, there have been mummies in other places too, but they're mostly associated with ancient Egypt or Asia, and uh, basically they're a way of preserving the body. Back in, uh, in ancient Egyptian times, they would take out the organs and put them in little, 
little vase vases or vases or however I say that and uh, they would put them in the tomb plus they would also put food in there and they would put uh, like if they had any pets they would you know put the pets in there and it was you know stuff to have for the afterlife so mummification was very time consuming though apparently and they actually you know I said they removed the organs, but they removed the brain. They would liquefy it with a with a, a concoction of different chemicals, and then they would pull it out from the, the nose with a hook. Really? That's quite weird. <laughs> so, yeah, mummification is interesting, actually. Uh, so is ancient Egypt, and um, there's a, I believe. Uh, some of the scrolls that were in this movie were from the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Really? I've heard of that before. And it's basically um, a, a journey into the land of the of the dead. But there's also a book called the Tibetan Book of the Dead, too. So, really? How many books of the dead are there? Probably a lot of them. There was a lot of necromantic religions for a long time. What's necromantic? Well, necromantic means they worship the dead. So, uh, the budget for this movie was $196,000. That's a lot for back then. A lot. Seems as this came out in 1932. That, that would be like millions of dollars today. All, um... The audience approval was 72% and critics approval was 89%. And I can agree with that. Can you agree with that, wizard? Yes, I can. It has to have been the first, my my favorite uh, universal monster movie that we've done this season. And you know, um and for those for the, these movies aren't overly scary and they're pretty cut down for violence but if if you know if this if this isn't your thing they also made a, a movie called Abbott and Costello meet the mummy and Abbott and Costello were two guys Bud Abbott and Lou Costello who did all these slapstick comedies and they meet like every single monster they meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde if I remember right I know they meet Frankenstein meet Dracula meet the mummy it's it's just ridiculous what they've done. But there have been so many spoofs. It's not even funny. Really? Well, now it's time for the psychology of fear. All right. Psychology of fear today. Necrophobia, the irrational fear of dead organisms as well as things associated with death, coffins, tombstones, funerals, cemeteries. With all types of emotions, obsession with death becomes evident in both fascination and objectification. In a cultural sense, necrophobia may also be used to mean a fear of the dead by a cultural group, a belief that the spirits of the dead will return to haunt the living. Hey, that kind of sounds like the, uh, the, 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 uh, the tagline for Dawn of the Dead. You know, when, when, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. 
I love that movie. Alrighty then. Now it's time for weird news. Alright, a Wisconsin woman who has held the Guinness World Record for largest collection of Winnie the Pooh memorabilia since 2008 said her collection now amounts to 23,632 unique items. Deb Hoffman of Akusha first entered the record in 2008 when she had 2,891 pieces of memorabilia and now has 23,632 different items. I'm having so much fun collecting, meeting people, doing different things. Boy, I just don't see the end in sight, Hoffman told reporters. Winnie the Pooh, really? They're, they're going to be making a horror version of Winnie the Pooh, and it's called Blood and Honey. Really? I didn't know that, Wizard of Weird. The, and they're making a, a, a slasher film version of The Grinch. It's called The Mean One. And no, I'm not joking about this. I've read about it, and it is going to happen. So, now it's time for our friends at Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, we have one more thing we need to do today before it's time for us to go home. All right, wrestling. There goes the neighborhood by Time Bomb Pro Wrestling. Uh, Thursday, August 10th, Sanctuary Event Center Outdoor Event, Downtown Fargo. There will be Texas Deathmatch, Dog Collar Match, Street Fight, and much more. Um, some of the people who will be participating are Mad Dog Conley, Jordan, Heavy Metal Lore, Time Bomb Pro Champion, Brian Keith, and Joey Janella. And you can buy tickets at timebombpro.com. All right. Well, you know, I think the wizard needs to go on vacation again. So, really? You're going to make me go on vacation again? I don't want to have to sit in that little bucket for a whole freaking week. <laughs> this is Igloo. It's his igloo. It's your igloo, uh, Wizard of Weird. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to be doing Weird Wrestling next week. What's on Weird Wrestling, Wizard of Weird? Top five female wrestlers of all time. Sounds good to me. Well, you guys have a wonderful day, and stay weird, Grand Forks. <laughs>